It felt absent, my God. But we got Brendan Duarte, Austin Platts, myself, Dylan Corbett, winging it. Uh, Jack Duncan coming along as well with his 60 seconds of tea with Jack D. Um, and we got a jacked episode for you because I feel like we got stuff to get to. First, let's start with this because I haven't alerted the guys of this. So the housing market. She, she. No, th- this isn't my house, but um i did put in i just want to talk about how crazy it is and right now we're going to kind of like improv this because my freaking realtor has been taking forever to call me back so it might be live and i'm just going to kind of like go in and out of putting him on mute it'll be fun we'll improv it (laughs) but the housing market is just insane brennan you snuck in first of all we i'm sorry we got to pay our respects to prince philip that was the news of the week r.i.p uh, yeah, I mean, he was worse for the wear, certainly, uh, for the visual audience. I mean, you guys caught that the other week and yeah, but uh, rest in peace. Alive was lost, but, uh, he lived a full life. Prince Philip. Correct. Um, Austin is frozen. I don't know if that's his way of giving a moment of silence to Prince Philip, but wow. He brought his wifi to Dallas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see if he's back here eventually. Um, <laughs> But basically, so with the housing market, Brendan, and you can kind of attest to this is you, there he goes, he'll be back soon, is, so you got in, did you, did you have to encounter like your, did you go through a realtor, I guess, kind of give me your whole process, like, did you have to outbid anyone or was it just straight up like... No, like I got extremely lucky, Um, I looked at this place, I was the first person to look at it the morning it went on the market. And I put in a bid for asking price pretty much immediately. And then they, they took it. Um, the, the purse, the people who lived here before me, I guess had been moved out of here for a few months prior and were just looking to get rid of it right as soon as possible. Um, so like I said, I got pretty lucky cause I, from my understanding, you know, you, as well as a lot of other people have had a pretty difficult time, <laughs> buying a house right now right so it's basically kind of an update is we couldn't even get into a house without our realtor are already saying yeah there's 10 offers on this house so like we couldn't even like the house we're walking into because we're like okay jesus so yeah. that was probably i think march and then maybe end of march beginning of april uh we had like we could get into the house and then we put a bid 10 offers we got outbid and we went 50k over and we got outbid oh my lord um then we got into and then so we kind of felt like we had negotiating power we found this house um it had been on the market for like 20 days which were like everything's lasting a day as you said like day zero Mm -hmm. when it goes on you're there and this one had been there for a couple weeks and it's like what in God's name is going on here? So we we kind of not lowballed them, but we're like, we think this is where our price is at. We thought we were going to get it. They denied us. Boom, it sold today. I was like, shit. But yeah. now we just put in a strong ass offer on the house of our dreams today. So fingers crossed really? again. Hopefully the realtor uh, will give me a call here. But what has been some of the perks of you living in your own owned home? I mean, just not having to worry about like answering to a landlord and just knowing that 
you know, if I ever want to sell this, I can, or if I ever want to rent it out, I can just the fact that I'm not throwing money away every month when I go to pay my mortgage, you know, it's actually, it's like an investment instead yeah. of just giving it to someone else. That That's probably the, the best feeling. Yeah, and it's one that tears me up once you get out of it is like, because yeah. now I'm going back to renting. I'm just like, this is an absolute scam. Um, don't know where Austin is at. I, we are checking to see <laughs> if he is coming back, but we are trudging through with Brendan Duarte and myself. Um, dude, is Soldier Boy back? <laughs> Why do you say that? Dude, his new song, like he only had cranked that. And now he has got that song that is literally trending all over TikTok. And Wait, I think he's I back. Well, he has he has a lot of other songs other than Crank That. He had he make Kiss it Me clap, Through the Phone. Clap, clap. Yeah, true. But <laughs> this one, I feel like people that are using it on TikTok might not even know Soldier. Okay, I know that song. I didn't know that was Soldier Boy, though. Yes, dude. Okay. I didn't know it either. And then uh, I think he literally came out on TikTok with his own dance to it. And now everyone's doing it. <laughs> um, um, I love any Soldier Boy interview ever. Do you remember the interview? I what it might have been the Breakfast Club. I don't remember when they were questioning him about Drake. And he was like, okay. Drake? Drake. <laughs> they, he was trying to convince everyone that Drake stole his flow and stole his bars. He's a he's a fucking character. Dude, I, mean, I so I've got I feel like we're gonna knock out all these topics. Should we wait for Austin? Because speaking of stealing shit, uh-huh. we've been following the new main scandal. Yeah, the the TikTok. Dude, guy right yeah so kind of explain it for someone who doesn't really know who new main is just the general basic of what's going on well i that i i just found out about it today so you okay. probably know more than you explain it so basically this is a guy that me and brendan have found funny and like so again tiktok evolved from yeah it's just people dancing to okay there's some serious comedy on here to things can trend music is accentuated through tiktok you can learn different stuff on tiktok it's very like the app is just absolutely incredible but um so this guy's pretty funny like he's he's posting this stuff where it's just basically a viral video it's a trend it's a 60 second video it's a lot like vine where shit's very funny in short condensed videos and uh he was so funny. He gets all of a sudden, and it's also one of the fastest growing social media apps where like, you know, Twitter, you're grinding to get to a couple hundred thousand, et cetera. You know, TikTok, the algorithm will help you to where you can just go from zero to a million like that. Uh-huh. Um, but people were pissed because it came out that he was stealing all these people's videos. Yeah. So that, I guess he was, yeah, just stealing skits, ide- skit ideas from people and just yeah. not crediting them. And he has such a large following that, I mean, people he were He was blatantly passing it off as himself. Yeah, yes, it, it was exactly. it was ridiculous. So uh, that was something. Speaking of scandals, we'll, we'll find Austin. Uh, we'll break, winging it here. Brendan Duarte, Dylan Corbett, Austin's Wi-Fi. We'll all be back. <laughs> Okay, we got things figured out. I mean, can you blame us? We took a week off. We're a little rusty. Austin Platts is back. Let's get the quad box going. We got Jack Duncan here, so it's going to be fun. We'll get rid of our topics, and then we'll get right into some tea. Uh, We were wrapping up with our awkward moment of silence for Prince Philip. Uh, But, yes, he did pass away. Jack, what did you make of Prince Harry? Uh, It's kind of, you know, no, it's it's a tough time to be mending fences right over the death of a relative, but – you think there's an outside chance he might kind of get back into the good graces of the royal family? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he he definitely had to to go back. I wonder if uh, I wonder how they feel about Megan not going with him, or if that was uh, they kind of like, had an excuse because she's pregnant. Oh uh, yeah, she can't travel. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like they probably will not try to make it about themselves, and it'll just be about old old Philly. Right. Um, Austin, how was Dallas? Dude, I absolutely love it. I'm not going to lie. Um, expensive weekend to say the least, yes. but made it right back in crypto today. Yes. My God. Uh, oh, we'll save that for later in the week, but yeah, Bitcoin, a new all time high, uh, the stock market today. Love it. But, but yeah, it's awesome. It's better than we even imagined. Dude, I saw you at a fire brunch on Sunday. I'm like, okay, you're not in Dallas if you're not doing brunch on Sunday at a fireplace with good weather. There's this place, the Standard Pour, that we went to. They have this signature drink called the Joe Cool. They're like $11, and yeah, let's just say we had a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, that is. Um, houses purchase or not purchase? sorry. Bid is there. Talk to my realtor, so we got that out of the way. So we are free flowing for the rest of the way here on winging it. So good to get these guys back. Uh, do you guys have any funny drug slang terms? Um, the, the reason I thought of this is just because I, I think, you know, now that weed is more popular and like just the, the notion, the word cush is so funny, but there's just so many derivatives of that, that uh, will make me chuckle. The one that really got me though, was for cocaine and it was labeled nasal basil. Uh, <laughs> did you search did you search these on google <laughs> no but i mean come on we kush the devil's lettuce well uh, what ja- about jazz cabbage <laughs> there we go what about um vegetation yeah veggies that good good i know someone who calls cocaine uh they they say they're cheddar bob biscuit <laughs> booger sugar is probably the most common one right yeah, it's a pretty purposely sitting this one out. What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of funny names for drugs. Um, Fiddler's Mystique. Yeah. Um, that's another. That's yeah, another I don't know if I've heard that one, but that's one for weed. It's the Fiddler's Mystique. Fiddler on the roof. Come on. Yeah, I don't really do drugs, so I wouldn't know. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so that segment died. no worries did you guys see dave season two is coming is just finished wrapping um or wrapping that was a pun intended i guess but they wrapped up film on season two when is it coming out i'm jacked if you haven't seen dave season one that like made the first month of quarantine for me yeah that was like one of my favorite shows ever and it's great because the episodes are only like 30 minutes long and you can binge it yes super quick i surprisingly have not watched it oh my dude you will not stop watching it how the fuck have you not watched it jack i've watched i watched the first episode when it came out and then i just kind of bro i got a lot of i got a lot of shows going on at once i got no i'm with you but you gotta hop on hulu get rid of those ads my god that might be one of the worst Mm -hmm. ad streaming ones if you're not paying for it uh, you will binge that. I binged it. I think I woke up early one morning. And I couldn't sleep, you know, pandemic. And I binged it within like four hours of like, you know, 4 a.m. to like 9 a.m. <laughs> um, but he's so fucking funny. He's just like a normal dude. And it's very Seinfeld-esque, but with a Silicon Valley twist. Like it's very hard to make a comedy nowadays, especially, you know, one that's not on CBS and it's called Mom. Uh, but it's really well done and it kind of makes you laugh. Like it's funny as fuck. And there's a lot of celebrities on there. 
Justin show, Bieber. That yeah. show, Mom, looks brutal. <laughs> yeah, but it's Emmy Award nominated. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Dicky also has like the most famous YouTube of all time, where he spends no money at those mansions. Oh yeah, yeah. That music video. Oh that's my goodness. Yeah, with uh, Fetty Wap. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. one of his big yeah. first. So that's why I'm excited about season two because season two was about him like moving to LA, being unemployed, and like living on a couch, and then like he finally signs a record deal. And then the season finale is him showing up at Snoop, Snoop Dogg's like fucking studio and they're about to record something. So I think season two is about to be nuts. Um, they, they, you, they just finished filming um, Outer Banks too. Did you watch that? I did not. I did. I did yeah. as well. Pretty you good. guys enlighten me. So sell me. It's, it. it's like, all right, there's, I mean, it's, it's definitely cheesy. I'll say that, but like it's one of those cheesy shows that like you want to keep watching. You feel like you just read a a mystery treasure hunt book and like like you want to be like I wanted to be with them. I wanted to be with Madeline Klein. Well, yeah, (laughs) but so this is like the OC. No, Um, no, they're like it's kind of all right. It's kind of cool because OC underrated by the way. I read about the the two dudes who wrote it are actually from there like the outer banks of north carolina and it's like kind of based like a, so it's uh, kind of like the hills but a no little bit no no it's like yeah it's not no reality. no no it's not reality it's like there there's like a, a they live in the outer banks of north carolina which is like you know the like the water like they're like their parents work on fishing boats and they think they find like a treasure map and like there's oh, okay. this old ab- abandoned house like i don't know it was a huge fad like oh so i totally have this wrong i've got way off yeah like it's not yeah i've got this as keeping up with the kardashians spinoff on netflix outer banks okay i'll have to check it out it's like a pg sci-fi it reminds me of the movie have you seen the movie hoot wait it reminds me of that too yeah (laughs) am i just so off on this dylan Dylan just called it a sci-fi and austin's weak Dylan, have you ever seen Hoot or read the I, book? No, I must have missed that one. Hoot, dude, that must have missed you by like a year, I think. Oh, and it's like, all right, I'm about to hop on IMDb. Um, all right, so Outer Banks, Banks is I'm clearly missing on this. This has got to be pretty popular. I've seen it. I just haven't been. I haven't even gotten into it where I'd even look up what the synopsis is. But it's it's got got like a big high school vibe kind of they're, thing. They're literally in high school. Yeah. But it's so good, I thought. Bro, Hoot? 2006, 5.5 out of 10, rated PG? Dude, Did come you on. read the book in school? Or yeah, Hoot's a classic. Bro, I was the Magic Treehouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like a middle school. I don't know, dude. It's Every, cool. Give it a try. All the all right. actors in it are like brand new actors, too. I, I'm and they're getting sure. famous oh. off it, right? They're yeah. all so famous. Did you guys make it through Shit's Creek? No, uh, I still have like two, two seasons left. I think. So I, I hear so many different things where it's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. I couldn't get into it. I'm literally it at 50 50. Like I'm at that point where I'm like, wow, OK, like the acting was funny. I love uh, Eugene Rose, who's the dad from American Pie. That dude is so fucking Eugene funny. Levy, Eugene Levy. And he's uh, Rose. In the, and, you know, that's his you know, that's his son in real that's life. That's his son. Right. Who I yeah. never knew. But he's a great actor, too. He's hysterical. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Yeah. But I'm at the point where I'm so committed. and I'm just like, you know what? I'm like laughing, like, I think three times per season, but I have to finish it. You know? How far are you? Ugh, 
season four, I think, almost season five. Wow, you might you might just not like it. My mom told me she's like, just get through the first season and you'll be hooked. But see, I like season one the best. I thought that's where it was kind of like new. It's like these rich people coming into. I thought yeah. it was fascinating, but pe- that turned people off from it because it was like rich snobbery or something. I yeah. don't know. I mean, with the amount of awards that it won, unless it was just because everyone had a bunch of clout around it. Like, there's got to be a reason it's funny. Well, I think the reason it took off is because uh, during the pandemic was their last season. So people kind of was like, wait, this is great. And they kind of binged it because we had so much time. But yeah, um, you guys remember Clubhouse? This was crazy. So I mean, I was talking with Austin with this uh, about this on Friday, but the rumors came out this last week. So Clubhouse was like, you know, you saw Barstool running with it. Elon Musk. Oh, this is awesome. Audio only chat. You heard any fucking thing about Clubhouse lately? No. Except Twitter almost bought them for like, what was it, ninety billion? It's like how how do you how do you rate these companies to where Twitter's just like, oh shit, we see some noise about this. We don't want them to be the next big thing. Let's just buy them now, um, even though it's like not even fun- fully functional right now. I don't Nine. even really ninety billion. Are we sure about that? <laughs> Hey, well, it's in the billions, so I mean, dude, um, Mark, it reminds me of Mark Cuban's first website. He started broadcast.com and just started broadcasting like Indiana games, I think. Yeah, and Yahoo bought him out for like 40 billion, I'm pretty sure. And he says, and then it like failed, and he's like, Yeah, I'm the luckiest person ever. Hey, anyone want to take a guess what the real number was, uh, for Twitter and Clubhouse? Uh, like, like a billion. It was four billion. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, divided oh, by yeah, that's still a shit ton. If you're just like a little, you know, developer in your room. Me yeah. and Andy, I think, hosted like two clubhouse events where it was literally the first week. It was me and him talking for twenty minutes, and we're and then the next week I forgot to show up, and it was him and Jessica Andrews talking for twenty minutes, and then we have not been on since. Uh, but we thought we were going to be the first pioneers to this thing. <laughs> like, no, everyone was like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, we don't want to sign up for that. But who uh, knows? I was wrong, too. It wasn't $40 billion. It was Yeah, like it's like four. four. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to correct Just divide yeah. everything we say by 10, and we're good. <laughs> or in my case, 20. He would be fucking rich right now if he had forty billion. I mean, he is rich as hell, but he might be like the richest ever. If he... What the concept with that, and I guess it is TikTok, is like, Shit, dude. It was Twitter. It was Facebook in the early 2000s, Twitter in the early 2010s, Tick, uh, Instagram probably, what, 2015 to the latter half, and then TikTok. Still, a lot of people are not on TikTok. Hold on. This is fascinating, actually. We'll do a little trivia here. Um, and this is, so how many percentage of the population of the United States do you think are on Twitter? Ooh. Like all humans? In the United States. And I guess it would be, you know, like people that would hand be able the to handle this. So I do. It's yeah. got to be minuscule. I feel like there's... I was going to say 7%. So like... it's 6%. And then it's estimated from that, that only 3% are active. <laughs> like everyone else is just like an egg thing that dude, happened in 2016. Don't even get me started on that. The dude who has the Jack city Twitter name, follow me on Twitter, by the way, Jack underscore city underscore. Um, the dude who has just Jack city with no underscores. 
I've been literally messaging Twitter for years. He got, he made his account back in like 08. He has four tweets and it's his picture is him holding a slice of bread. And he has the like original Jack city. And I've been trying to get it forever. And it's just DMing him. Dude, he hasn't tweeted in 12 years. I've tried DMing him. I've tried DMing Twitter support, everything. I'm like, give me that name. I need that name. So much more marketable than underscores. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I tried to get the one uh, uh, Friday Energy, and this dude's never posted. So they make you like send in your ID to prove that it's like your name. And I sent my ID, and they're like, "This isn't you." <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, can- and like apparently, if you have like a close enough name, they'll give it to you. Dude, yeah, I I gotta get on that. Dude, this guy I used to do business with in South uh, South Dakota, he's like, hey, he's got to be 50s or 60s. He owns like a car dealership or like a used car lot. Um, But he's a huge Rams fan from L.A. to St. Louis. And then he was like, wait a second. okay, I think St. Louis is going to move back to L.A. And he literally got LARams.com and secured it. And, wow. and then like all of a sudden you got like box seats for the new LA stadium and everything. Cause they're like, Oh my God, we need this. And then he just secured it. Um, maybe, we just start, maybe we just start securing a bunch of random website names. Yeah. Maybe. Seattle supersonics or timberwolves.com. I was talking about this today. You see a rod bought the T wolves. It's like, huh? Did you see Anthony I Edwards and interview? The what? Like, did you see what's his name's Anthony Edwards, right? I mean, Ant. Yeah. Yeah. And his interview where they're like, are you a, uh, are you a big fan of a rod? He's like, who? <laughs> like Alex <laughs> Rodriguez. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't know who that is. He's like, well, <laughs> he's the, like, he's the baseball player. He's like, Oh yeah. I mean, I know he's going to own the team, but I don't really know nothing about baseball. <laughs> Dude. I've seen, uh, shit. I mean, that's just funny as fuck to me. Um, Dude, but, I my, mean, it's- uh, my brother's friend's dad literally became a millionaire off owning three letter and four letter websites. Yeah. Like multi-millionaire. Um, yeah, it's, and that's a heady play, seriously. <laughs> uh, but all, so think about this, speaking of heady plays. So this clown Glenn Taylor, who bought the, think about if you got in on uh dude, I wish I had fucking money to get. That's why you see LeBron getting in this, uh, buying the Red Sox and you see Portnoy trying to get into the ownership game. Cause it's just, it is an ROI on your investment. You won't believe. Uh, Glenn Taylor, I think, got in at ninety-four million, and he just made one point five billion, and that came under market evaluation. Um, so he just—I mean, that dude just made absolute bank. But dude, there's going to be four professional teams in Las Vegas eventually, and it's just a matter if it's going to be the Las Vegas Rays for baseball, the Las Vegas Athletics for baseball, or it's you know, are the T Wolves going to go to Las Vegas? Uh, Pelicans, maybe. Would you be sad? Fuck no! I got. I'm the biggest critic of the T Wolves here. Um, <laughs> all right, maybe, but enough sports. Maybe we just hey. try. Maybe we buy all those combinations of mm. names, websites, and just <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, let's just banking on every team eventually. Because yeah. I mean, shit, we're all St. Louis guys. How heartbroken were you when the Rams left? I mean, I'm a transitional St. Louis guy, so I didn't really get heartbroken. But that tore apart some of my best friends' lives having that team leave town. It's crazy how there's some people too who literally like their goal, life goal now is to hate the Rams. And then there's some people like Grant, shout out Grant, is still a Rams fan. Yeah. But so then, is my brother. Yo, um, can we talk about this hot dog thing? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What, what, yeah. what are you All talking? Right. I, it was, I found it on TikTok, but um, 
Is a hot dog just a rotated sandwich? Oh, I've. So think... is the hot dog a sandwich generally, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's its own enigma because it's like literally just mashed up like extra meat. Like... <laughs> My retort is, is a hamburger sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Then I, if you tell me a hamburger is a sandwich, because I kind of go hamburger hot dog in that same combo, whether it's like a hybrid, like fast food. If a hamburger is a sandwich, I'm going hot dog sandwich. So you say hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, there you go. What do you think? <laughs> well, the their argument was that it's got one piece of bread opposed to two. True. I mean, I guess if someone Sometimes wants to take breaks, the- though. If someone but, wants to take the time to make that TikTok, then it can be a sandwich. No, but then they're like, uh, then they're like, okay, well then, what do you call a sub? And they all were like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a second, what are you guys putting on hot dogs? Because maybe that's the other thing. Because I'm just going straight ketchup. Yes, <laughs> all of you recoil. Yes, I am plain guy, but I'm just ketchup on my hot dog. Are I'm, you guys putting onions, mustard, relish, etc.? I'm usually just ketchup and mustard, but you could probably catch me with some onions and relish nowadays. If I'm like in Chicago and they got all the goods, you know, like the fucking oh Chicago dog, right? Pepperoncinis and whatnot. I'm yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. But usually, I guess I'm just ketchup and mustard. I typically just put whatever's available in front of me on it. But like, I'm honestly not a big I'm not a big hot dog guy. Really, I'm I'm a bigger bratwurst guy. Yes. Yes. When I was a kid, I was big. My mom would buy just cheese dogs, like cheese in the middle. See, I have to have a hot dog at a ball game. That's kind of something uh, like a baseball game. I don't know. I'm a big nachos at, at a ball game guy. <laughs> Out the they, did have the, they had this hot dog the other day. At no, it was a special edition from some hot dog shop here that had Lion's Choice like roast beef on it. Oh, it looked fire. Dude, Lion's Choice, I bring Kelsey every time she's in St. Louis. She, it's like Portillo's to Chicago. It's like fantastic. She literally shits on that. Any Chicago kid come at me. It's literally <laughs> fucking gas. Wow. I think Portillo's is better. I'm I know. I'm just, I mean, they're both equally fire to me. I mean, Portillo's <laughs> yeah. is like almost an amusement park. You walk in, yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, my God. It's like a carnival. It's like, dude, um, relax. <laughs> okay, let's quickly rip through some uh, funniest topics from the week we were off. Paul Pierce having chicks throw ass on his Instagram live story of 300 people uh, gets fired by ESPN. Did he mean to do that? ESPN is no longer a destination place. I tell you, he sees how much freedom and fun Deion Sanders is having at Barstool Sports. He sees what Charles Barkley gets to do at TNT, Turner Sports. And then he looks at ESPN. And it's just like, and obviously it's like, okay, what is going to be something that people are not overly clutching their pearls for, but the old ass white people in the twin, you know, in the towers up at Walt Disney are not going to let that fly. I think he wanted out it, it conspiracy theory. No, I agree. I think he wanted out. And I think he knew Barstool was going to reach out to him. Right. So is that in the works? I think so. Because, like, it's been all that rhetoric. Dave's obviously been very forward. Like, I'm reaching out. Paul Pierce, after he tweets out, again, like, I ha- if you haven't seen the video, I'm going to try and, you know, describe it to you here for the listening audience. Paul Pierce is literally taking a selfie with just complete bloodshot eyes, smoking a blunt. 
some chick is just throwing ass behind him. And there's clearly a strip poker game going on. And it's it's Paul Pierce. This guy's an NBA legend in Boston. Like, this is probably what he was doing, like, during his career. Uh, and it's just, he's just basically taking Instagram live of his life. And he's just going, what's up, Monica? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're in L.A. You can come through. What's up? And it's just like, dude, what the hell is going on here with Paul Pierce? But again, is that a fireable offense for Disney? Sure. For Barstool? No. Yeah, is Paul no. Pierce married? I, I'll do the search right Not now. anymore. Yeah, no kidding. She was, I thought he she was. was behind him. Um, like, how do you do that? And like, you, you're, you know you're going to get fired. Yeah, he, he had to have just wanted to get let go dude or he was turned up and (laughs) off the molly (laughs) wait a second he is married yeah isn't her name like rachel something julie pierce oh never um i wonder what she seems to think yeah i wonder if they're separated or not (laughs) uh well shit i mean yeah it's to each his own i guess but Joey uh, wants to know why Ellis isn't the guest this week dude he's at the card he's at the cardinal game ellis is at a cardinals game right now Bro, motherfucker, I, I've tweet, I've texted him the last three weeks. And like last week it was, uh, or two weeks ago, I forgot he had something. Today he said he was at two dude. back-to-back co-ed dude. softball games. Dude, Drew what? coaches two separate baseball teams. <laughs> Wait, also, I thought he was two, in a beer league. Is that the he's, Cardinals he's, game? He coaches, he coaches two separate baseball teams. One is a fifth-grade team. One is like a high school team. Okay, so neither are beer league. Also has a full-time job and is also in two separate softball leagues. He's literally going to have his ashes spread at Pond when he goes. <laughs> Dude, he's coaching this team of fifth-grade misfits that no one had a team and he has to coach them. Dude, do you know what? That team's probably destined for greatness. That's What's every great? other night, he's like, uh, I'm not going to be at our place tonight. I'm sleeping in Wildwood. I got a, I got a game to coach. I'm like, all right, man. He's like Billy Bob Thornton in Bad News Bears with a bunch of little misfits. Well, what was so funny is, Drew's, as I'm leaving town in St. Louis, literally the last parting shot, it's like 3 a.m. Our eyes are as blurry as Paul Pierce on Instagram Live. And he's just like, dude, can I be on winging it? And I like, he like wasn't even looking at me. I was like, what? Who was saying that to me? And I like came back and Drew's just like, dude, can I be on winging it? I'm like, yes. Just ask me. Let's do it. And now I've texted him three straight weeks. And it's a co-ed softball bar mitzvah cardinal game <laughs> um, we'll get them next week though uh winging it here jake paul fight this week but before we get to that what'd you guys make of michael rapaport oh he's such a bitch yeah like what's it? him barstool kevin durant let's eat here that's some some tea on the most recent week oh yeah that uh, speaking of that did you see Kevin Durant's fight with Shannon Sharp today? Yes, I did. Yeah, I saw that. I I used to hate Kevin Durant, but he—I'm slowly starting to really like him. He's like he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Shannon Sharp came off as such a bitch after he yeah. blocked Kevin Durant today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, Michael Rappaport's a bitch too. That video of Dave Portnoy. Oh my god, that is uh, hysterical. And, and Michael Rappaport's attorney is so funny. Yeah, he's like trying not to laugh the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's well, what's funny is just how like how litigious people can be, which is so funny. Basically, like, hey, I'm gonna sue you for defaming me, mm-hmm. and like Barstool basically said, "Fuck you, do it," and they literally just like, yeah, they put their mind in a pretzel. They showed like, hey, you've got nothing here, Kevin Durant. Like, so this is an interesting phenomenon because. 
he brought up a great point. Like Kevin Durant, you know, got burner accounts, he's doing whatever this, whatever that, but it's just, he's managing his brand. You know, it's like, he brought up a great point when it's like, dude, Shannon Sharp wanted to take that private yet. Shannon Sharp spends two hours each day getting to say whatever the fuck he wants. You know, Kevin Durant can do that on social media too. Right. Uh, so I thought it was a great checkmate uh, position. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't Rappaport like cry on social media too because people were making fun of him? Apparently so that was fake. And then I listened yeah. back to it knowing it was fake and it just came off even more pathetic. Yeah, uh, I I saw that too, that it was fake, but it was still very weird. Yeah, and he went on skipping Shannon. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I don't know what yeah. the tie in there. Did you know Michael Rappaport was in prison break? I was literally, that was what I was saying next. Yes. Dude, dude. great in prison break. Too. Yeah, it's, it's so like random. He was like in like episodes of like Law and Order and shit. Like he was that great too. in that season. That's uh, how I recognized him. I'm like, yeah, That's a prison break guy. So then he must have got hired. So Barstool, I I keep like running through the timeline of Barstool. So he must have said around, God, mid to late uh, 2010s, 2015, that they were going to go in on personalities. And they went after Pat McAfee and Rappaport. And then neither of those worked out. But now, obviously, they keep grinding. They get Sanders, et cetera. Right. Interesting. Um, Michael Rappaport was also in uh, Quentin Tarantino's first movie. He was in Friends too. I think he was actually. That's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Friends. he was like yeah. a guest uh, on Friends. Yeah. Um, speaking of shocking revelations, did you know Lisa Ann is now a fantasy sports analyst? Really? Uh, wow. Fantasy <laughs> sports analyst, bro. I was analyst? shocked. So like, there's this. Uh, I follow like a, there's like a bunch of startup podcast kind of networks on uh, Twitter that have like tens of thousands of followers. So I kind of follow. It's like, hey, that's a benchmark goal. This one that has like ten thousand, like even, uh, they follow me on Twitter, so it's great. And it's like uh, they retweeted. They have just like a bunch of random podcasts. They're trying to just hit all the sections of like different. They have like locked on NBA podcasts for random stuff. But there was this one NBA podcast that retweeted from this account, and it was just like. Great to be loin. Uh, great to be joined by the ever beauteous Lisa Ann. And I was like, "What? What the fuck does this have to do with anything?" I click on it, and she is a serious XM Daily Fantasy sports analyst. And I'm like, "You gotta be shitting me!" Wow. You think she like makes bank in the fantasy world, like DraftKings? Well, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't a pun intended. Wait, this was a real passion. She just took a left. She just took a left at Albuquerque and spent a couple of years. And now know, she's it, back. It reminds me of Mia Khalifa trying to like do the basketball split. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, shit. I've, you've kind of seen Mia and uh, Lana Rhodes make the interview tour lately about trying to redefine their career path, which I find interesting. Jason Love is also on TikTok. He might be. Do, Jason Love on TikTok, he's like basically just telling story times of his time on set. Uh, <laughs> is that that dude with all the tattoos? Correct. Yeah, I've seen those. I was like, shit, am I the only one who knows him? No, I've seen uh, those on my... Yeah. Johnny Sens is also on TikTok. Yeah, that's right. He's another funny follow. <laughs> um, I was yeah. never a Lisa Ann fan at all. Here was I, to be honest. I, I love Lana Rhodes. She's on TikTok and has kind of funny ones sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shit. She's single. Yeah, what happened there with uh, yesterday? With I think she's back with that Michael dude. Really back? The day prior, 
she duetted some chick who was like hit me up or she she made a duet with some chick who was like if you like korean girls that have black hair and are tall hit me up and then lana duetted it and was like i want to be your girlfriend or some shit like that so i don't know some kind of some drama going on there something's interesting off that based on tiktok drama so the whole paparazzi was kind of like Britney, you know, Timberlake paparazzi during the early two thousands was like, all right, we know what's going on with the stars. We're going to give you the exclusive for those who kind of want to just take a peek behind the curtain. Now that's TikTok, Right. And I feel like people magazine missed out on that, but now you've got these different things on TikTok that are like following, you know, all these stars around and the recent, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it's a whole nother demographic where, you can kind of follow what the TikTok stars drama is not like following Jessica Simpson, Jessica Alba, like people magazine yeah. did back in the day. It's a lot, it's a lot more like personal in their lives. Cause it's just like a, a and is that video. interesting? Like, I know that's a, that's interesting to people, but KFC came out with a funny one, one minute man after like he recapped like a couple of five stories, which I know about. So I watched and then today he was like, I'm done. I can't keep up yeah. with this. It's like high school shit, which it really kind of is. It is. I don't know. I was, I think it's more, they're just appealing to the, the demographic that is mostly TikTok other than us like washed up mid 20 year olds that are, but at least all four of us are on TikTok and you know, Oh yeah. I hate the people. I, I have beef with the people who like are so against TikTok because it's like such a young people that said Instagram sucks in 2015 and two years later they had one. I'm like, dude, you guys are missing out. I'm laughing all day. It's like not, it's not just people dancing, but. Yeah. Dude, well, it gets so many views from these younger yeah, people. Yeah, true. Like, probably hard not for them because they make so much money off of it. Um, Did you guys, did we talk about the Britney Spears statement? No. Nope. Did you guys see that? I mean, no. I did not see that either. Yeah, came out with a statement and was like, thank you for the support, but like I've always been watched and followed and I didn't even watch the documentary, but like please stay out of my life. Kind Heck of like that. Uh, and everybody is that a prepared thinks, statement. Everybody thinks it wasn't her that said it. <laughs> exactly. Dude, there's like all conspiracies that like the the like colors she wears in her videos and like yes. the way she like blanks like people comment like blink twice if you need help and like they they like are convinced she does it but i don't know i, I can't girl, I th- sorry Jack. i think she's just been locked up for so long she's 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 gotten a little looned up brainwashed you know yeah. i don't like a cult um god the time traveler on tiktok is my favorite follow ever <laughs> i am just obsessed with this guy everyone looks at me like i'm a loon I'm just, I don't wanna, <laughs> hey you know this g1 tornado's going up here um okay any so new, let's any new claims uh we find the cure don't get me started <laughs> we find the cure to cancer in 2029 uh we all live in a simulation it's just <laughs> uh like dude and seriously i used to think about this when i was a kid is like are we just all one game of the sims has technology already advanced where they're just playing with different worlds and we're like whatever the villages were called and it's just like <laughs> I mean, seriously, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, has even talked about this. But yeah, I heard him say he thinks that we're not in a simulation because in the simulation, they'll finally realize how to make a simulation within theirs and then within theirs. 
And what are the chances that we're the very bottom one that hasn't figured out how to make a simulation? Right, exactly. We're the last one to where we, when do we dis, uh, discover how to make a simulation? And then that's, it's all a mind fuck. Um, I had <laughs> yeah, something. You, sorry, Jack. Or, no, I was just going to say you guys lost me real quick there. <laughs> I had one last parting shot. Yeah, so the other thing this guy's been high on is he thinks we're going to make alien contact in 2021, 2022. Bro, like, so let me just like kind of lay out a timeline. So we get Christopher Nolan kind of makes a movie tenant about uh, paradoxical universes traveling back in time. Now we see all this stuff about, hey, there's, you know, there might be simulations. We've seen movies about aliens for what, decades. Now we're actually seeing Pentagon reports where they're saying, hey, we don't know what and why there are so many unidentified objects. And especially after the coronavirus pandemic, where people were just kind of looking up more, it was reported in the New York Times, there was over a thousand percent more unidentified flying object uh, claims this past year. Dude, the Pentagon is saying this shit. It's coming. There are aliens. Yes, I'm a loon. I believe it. I think we're going to see them pretty soon here. No. It wouldn't surprise me. They're called Nyrons. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, what do you make of those people that are like, uh, like, I can't even imagine. They, they're like, they've been abducted by aliens. You know, that used to be like, what do you think oh. that really was? Like, is, are they testing? They're just picking up people. Are they crazy? Who knows? I guess we'll find out in a decade. Yeah, there's the clout chasers. There's one dude from the 70s who, like, to this day lives by it. Joe Rogan had him on, and like, I couldn't tell if Joe Rogan was just like really high or if he was like messing with him or if he believed it. Cause, like, I don't know. I forgot what his name was, but he got struck. I don't know. That's I mean, I, people can say all conspiracy theorists. I still find it interesting just to listen. You know, yeah. you don't have like QAnon, I know is like obviously like, what the fuck? I, I don't think Democrats are eating children yeah uh, but like you can sift in through but like shit like aliens kind of you know that intrigues me i'll at least listen there's, um there's a good flat earth documentary on netflix yeah actually. i know really? shit i don't want to get political Dude, even the twin tower shit you can you the, can get my mind into a pretzel there it's called beyond the curve i think on netflix it's actually really interesting but like ugh, these people is it the one where they make the flat earthers look like idiots though <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Okay. Before we uh, break and get back with some tea, Triller Fight Club. I think it's interesting how they're kind of bringing back boxing and it's celebrity boxing. I think this might be the new huge thing. Jake Paul, Ben Askren, Logan Paul interviewed Ben Askren. And I found that interview kind of incredible. Like Ben Askren was kind of like, shit, is Jake a real fighter? I don't think Nate Robinson, you know, like Nate Robinson underestimated Jake Paul. I think Ben Askren's going to do the same. Now, this is an NBA player underestimating versus a fighter underestimating. Uh, do you guys have a winner in this? I'm ben Askren. Askren. Yeah. Isn't he a UFC fighter, but he's boxing? Yeah. Yeah. But did, but you, see a- what, did you see what Dylan's talking about in that interview? He like mm-hmm. said, he's like, if Jake's actually a good boxer. He doesn't realize that Jake's actually training as a boxer. Like, oh. you hear Mike Tyson say, like, this dude can box. That's Mike Tyson. I don't think he's blowing fucking smoke. Like Jake Paul is actually training as a boxer. He's not farting around just weightlifting. He is sparring. Yeah, he like. Well, I'm gonna look right now. Yeah. 
minus 170, Jake Paul. What? Uh, yes. No way. Holy shit. It's the clout that, line. That feels like a sucker line to me, but. Well, I'm not betting on him. <laughs> shit, I might have to. I don't know, but. Dude, dude, there's so much pressure on Ben Askren. <laughs> He's an MMA fighter. You can't lose to a YouTuber, even though Jake Paul is not a YouTuber. Like that dude is, uh, he might not be a boxer, but he's training to be a boxer. And he's not a small dude. He's also got like four inches on Askren, which uh, helps his reach. Isn't Ben from Mizzou? Is he really? No, that's that's Grant said. Really? Did he know. pull his pants down all the way down to his ankles at the uh, stall at uh, Harpo's? <laughs> at Bengals. Damn it. Uh, oh, he is from Mizzou. Dude, Ben Askren was the mother. Uh, I don't know why he's called motherfucker, but he was the dude that got. Uh, he's the quickest knockout in UFC history from Jorge Masvidal, the flying knee. Oh, that oh, was him. He got, he yes. got knocked out? He got knocked out. Yes. <laughs> I love Masvidal. I, I mean, he's kind of a. I used to love Masvidal, but now he's like a QAnon guy. But him versus Usman is going to be a great, like, Masvidal's a street fighter. And, yeah, that's the last kind of remembrance I've had of Ben Askren. That's why I, I totally see why he's trying to get this money while he can, trying to take on a YouTuber, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's get to some tea. Jack Duncan, Austin Platts. I'm Dylan Corbett, Brendan Duarte with us. All right, let's get it going. Um. A knife-wielding woman tried to break into Drake's Toronto mansion. What's and a wielding woman? Like when you wield a knife. Like what? A knife. Like wield a knife? Like when you he wield was, like a he was wielding on a guard. Knife. A woman was wielding a knife. He was holding a knife. <laughs> like she was maneuvering. Yeah, she was. Fencing. Right. I feel like I've never heard that term in my life. Wielding. You've never heard the term wielding? <laughs> I don't think so. Or wield. Means well, just does like, she does she get in? Just like have ready, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was actually that's well put. No, <laughs> she did not get in, but uh, what? Still... she was just like tapping the glass with like a butter knife. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. She was like trying to get in, but he kind of has a fortress, so I don't. I don't Dude, she... yeah, that shit fucking. God, I mean, now dude, I guess it... we have ring doorbells, but that just scares me, dude. Yeah, isn't his mansion in the Tussie Slide video? Yeah. Dude, yeah. watch that music video. It's nuts. It's crazy. Well, his place is sick. Yeah. Yeah. What, where was uh, that Manson he was partying at for uh, <laughs> that music video for Pop That? That's a great <laughs> That Lil Wayne just pulls up with his skateboard next yeah. to the truck fit. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. All right. Some of this stuff is, since we missed a week, might be. Kind of old news, but uh, Aaron Rodgers started hosting Jeopardy for 10 episodes, but he, I saw a quote that said he wants to try to do it. Uh, he would try to do it full time. with football. Dude, he loves Jeopardy. I think he would leave football for Jeopardy. Yeah. He's been a pretty good host too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the clips of him, but he's pretty funny. Do you, uh, do you guys know Dan Patrick? He was the old school sports center anchor. Now he has his own show. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did sports Jeopardy. But when he was at his height of like, okay, he's leaving ESPN. He's still obviously a name everyone knows. They offered him the price is right after Bob Barker. Really? But, but they go, yeah. Uh, he goes, well, how much am I making? They go, we can't tell you that. 
And he's like, well, fuck, you know, I'm not going to take a job if they aren't going to tell me what I'm making. Drew Carey, who was selected for the job, makes annually $10 million a year. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Oof. That's still going? Oof. Oh, dude, yeah, I, dude. I used to love the prices right in college. If I was, like, about to head out to a class, I'd throw it on. I'm like, spin the wheel. My grandparents <laughs> fuck with it. It stays yeah. on at their place. Yeah. Dude, have you seen Drew Carey lately? You will not reckon. I mean, he looks like Prince Philip. Really? Uh, no, no, but he has his hairdo a little bit. Like he's very like untamed now. It's I haven't seen him in a while. Is he really? I thought you were yeah. gonna say because remember he used to be pretty big, and then he got kind of. Yeah, no, he, it's like his hair's all grown out. He's got a full <laughs> beard now. He, he like he you can't even recognize him. Huh. I'm gonna have to look at that. Um. All right. So this was last week, but there's more news on them this week. So 15 million Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccines were thrown away after an ingredient mix-up last week. And then today, the CDC paused all J&J COVID vaccines in the U.S. because like five first six people got blood clots from it. And it was only like six and six million, but still, that is not what I want to be seeing. Kelsey's getting on my ass. She's like, "Uh, are you an anti-vaxxer? I listened last week. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Kelsey. I just don't want to stick some unknown substance that's been, you know, more rushed to the market quicker than anything in the history into my body if I'm a healthy 26-year-old. You know, like. But also, who's the the bozo in the lab that is mixing up 15 million samples with the wrong ingredients? Yeah, yeah. Some clown accidentally runs the, you know, the thing in the office, like the conveyor belt. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, it's just, if I was at risk, boom, I'm taking it no matter what. Our generation, you know, we're not at risk unless we have an autoimmune disorder or we're morbidly obese. My dad thought the J&J was the good one too. Right. What he's thinking. It's like, how do we pierce, pierce this apart? But. Your dad's really good at predictions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Say that again. All right. Um, this is kind of funny. I don't know if this is new news, but um, so in School of Rock, I saw this on Twitter and I was weak. The guy who played Spider, who's that dude with like the, oh, he's see. like got the chest hat and like he was the one who would dance on the principal. He is now. A a district attorney in Texas. And I just thought that's like, so like, is that really him? Yeah. And the tweet said the guy who played spider in school of rock is now the district attorney of Tyler County, Texas. And now we're all just going to have to live with this information forever. And speaking of uh, checking out how people look, Whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is Drew Carey now. That's weird. See, he's just going for the like, it's like he's having a midlife crisis where he wants to have the Josh Richards part, um, <laughs> but he's also graying. Uh, what do you guys make of that? What do you guys make of that hairstyle, by the way? I feel like that's like the Gen Z hair where it's just like, it's almost like a dusty mop, like in front yeah. of your head. Dude, yeah. Every dude has it their age. I on on BFFs, uh, Josh Richards said he has hockey player hair and Portnoy immediately goes that you have the farthest thing from hockey player hair. He goes, you have Gen Z like TikTok hair. Dude, they all have it. So explain to me the difference because this is actually, I mean, the the TikTok is funny because so many people make fun of it where those two guys pull up and they're like, 
uh miming the song unforgettable where like if you want to go to a party with us and they're like licking their yeah. lips like 30,000 times is that a different house like how many houses are there sway vivid uh luminary when where does it stop there's a there's a shit ton apparently that are just like random ones that like never last i guess sway is like the was the main one there are definitely no more now but oh my god yeah i mean the, yeah we'll get to that BFFs for the drama austin what'd you make out with the drama are you, are you a bffs guy still i would say i started with the first five episodes and i was like i can't keep up with this every week i just wasn't interested you know who lo- you know who loves them is drew <laughs> yeah <laughs> he literally he texted me this morning and he goes dude tiktok is popping off right now <laughs> i still listen to the podcast but it's tough sometimes. I, I'm pretty sick of it. At Dude, I love and respect Dave Portnoy, but this has got to be a midlife crisis a little bit, right? <laughs> like I, when he was at dinner with, uh, and I get Josh Richards and Griffin uh, Johnson. I love Griffin Johnson. I That dude, I, I fuck with, I'll follow him forever. I think that dude's cool. Um, but then Dave's like, had dinner with him on a Monday and I was just like if I walk by that restaurant I'd be like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> dude I think they're making a shit ton of money off that podcast 100 yeah. yeah and that Gruen dude has me weak their manager dude, that dude is the headiest play that dude is dude. literally if heady play was a physical form it is Michael Gruen I literally tweet him like three times a week and ask if I can come hang with them or like, can I be, can I come kick it with him? Because he, he knows what's up. He literally is like, they're like his puppets. He's making so much money. How did he convince them? He's like, Hey, you guys have looks and talent. I can just siphon off 5% of all the money you can make. And you know, is that good? And they're like, sure. There's actually a wild article about him about how he used to like, literally just apparently he's the most obnoxious like bust his way into anything he would bust his way into like at nick's games to like these like so he's a con uh, artist i i guess i don't know but he would just talk his way into like i don't know i'll send you the article but yeah he's uh yeah i don't know he's he is interesting all right uh a montana man uh found a bullet inside his six-year-old's flaming hot cheetos bag Okay, Brian. Dude, I saw that. that that's cap. You think? <laughs> there's no way there's a fucking bullet. Okay, wait a second. What about, what about the clam and uh, whatever that hell was? I think what, cinnamon toast I think crunch. he saw the the shrimp inside the cinnamon toast crunch and was like, "How can I one up this?" That's and like he the, just drops a bullet. In there. That shit was pretty crazy, though. You think that was real? The shrimp? I th- I do think that was real. That's disgusting, yeah. dude. No, yeah. we used to hear about shit all the time growing up, where it was like you're eating a chicken tender, and all of a sudden you get stabbed with a needle. Like that used to be, yeah. Or like some lady it. found like a thumb in her chili. <laughs> yeah, at Wendy's. that was apparently yeah. they that went to court and they she planted it in there. <laughs> dude, you wish some nuts. This is so random. But speaking of bullets. My cousin was shooting, and um, I think she hit a tire, and it bounced back and hit my grandpa in the chest. Oh, my Oh, my God. God. Is he okay? Yeah. yeah. He's fine. I said, well, did it hurt? He's like, yeah, I just felt like a little sting. I'm like, goodness Jesus. gracious. Just missed an artery. Oh I once God. got hit with a firework. Oh, my God. It was you like... Did? 
Yeah, it was. I think it was Abby Gwynn's like extended family's kind of Cape Girardeau firework fest. So you know they're setting off their own fireworks, <laughs> and like I'm just like standing like maybe forty yards away. I'm like, is this safe? <laughs> just like take one in the chest, <laughs> uh, like a firework literally to the left pectoral. Some kids get reckless with those, like Roman candle wars and stuff like that. I was never. I was just a target usually, but I. Uh... Yeah, when I lived in Louisiana, they're they're nuts down there about it, and it would it would get red. I feel like Missouri is one of the big nuts. You can't when, like the fireworks here now. When the fuck did you live in Louisiana? Just, I feel like I knew that. that about you. Dude, I've lived I've lived nine different places. What? I before six before sixth grade. Oh, okay. So it's before we knew. Wait you. a second. Give them to all of us. Uh, was it your idea to move? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So All right, mom, was, we're moving. I was, well, so my dad worked in hotels, if that gives a backstory. Uh, but I was actually born at the Ozarks, which is wow. pretty crazy. Yeah. It's where my parents met. They're divorced now. It's a different story. But uh, so the Ozarks for nine months, then we went to Atlanta. That's where my sister was born. Then we went to Virginia. Then we went to Orlando. And then we went to uh new orleans and then we went back or then we went to st louis for third grade i went to chesterfield met everyone then i moved away from fourth grade and moved to san antonio and back to orlando in the same year and then i moved back to st louis in fifth grade Jeez, sec wow. country yeah. why do you want to move around so much i do you know, I don't know. <laughs> come on dad we're going back yeah it was that's nuts but, though yeah yeah it was kind of fun some people would hate it but i, I like being well traveled i like um, meeting new people a man of the people. Of course. All right. Man, let's get some more tea. Uh, so I don't know. This just kind of slipped under the rug. Facebook always has shit like this, but more than 533 million Facebook users, personal information reportedly shared on a hacking site. Oh, what the fuck? Like how does Zuckerberg just keep skating away with this with his like robot eyes? Dude, um, I've listened to uh, David Sampson, who's a former president of the uh, Miami Marlins before they sold it to Jeter. And so they were always looking for a naming rights deal. They never named Marlins Park. They got that new, you know, park with the fish tank and the fish sculpture in 2012 or something. And he never got, he wanted 10 million per year for the naming rights deal. And all of a sudden Qatar Airways comes along. And it's just like, he's like, shit, this is awesome. But it's actually 12 and a half million because they have civil rights. Like they basically engage in slavery still. Uh, so it's just like, you know, there's always money, but do you want to be accepting for money? Do you want to be accepting money from people if it compromises your morals? And then the second question you ask yourselves, well, for how much, you know, and you almost put like a price tag on your morals, but it's the price of business. Dude, that could Qatar shit's crazy. Right. Cause Wasn't they're hosting, a Bryant- uh, the world cup eventually. And people are just like, shit, what do we do here? Wasn't that a Bryant sports gumble thing? Bryant Gumble Sports thing. Uh, real sports on HBO. <laughs> yeah. They literally have slaves and don't let them leave. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not unlike the Egyptian building of the pyramids. Like, because yeah. they're literally trying to get these people to build the stadiums for World Cup. And it's like, yeah, hey, we're your slaves. How can they just get away with that? Just... I mean, look what's going on in Hong Kong. I mean, it's Our... just like how I, there's so much American business in China that it's the fine line of do we want to piss these people off? Do we want to say like, hey, this isn't fucking right anymore? 
Right. Um, and dude, it, it was what we talked about two weeks ago. It's like, I don't think about this so much this past week. Cause it, I mean, shit, just yesterday was just a terrible day in America. And it's like, Holy shit. It, I really do miss being a kid sometimes because you just did not have this come across your plate and have to digest it. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. That's why people are always like, don't grow up, you know? Cause now we just have to see all the craziness of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's whack. All right. This is pretty funny. I don't know how this is going to, this is going to go, but, uh, Kevin James will play uh, New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton in a new Netflix film called Home Team. And you guys know who Kevin James is? King of Queens. Yeah, uh, Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart. And so he's going to play Sean Payton, and it covers his suspension in 2012 and the time he spent coaching his son's sixth-grade football team. So I don't. I just don't know if I can take – Like I don't know if it's supposed to be serious or not, but like – I can't take Kevin James very serious after like grown ups and everything. And King of Queens was the other show, right? Oh, I love King of Queens. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic one. It's an interesting story that I'm interested in because it's about Bounty Gate, where Sean Payton literally had like his coaches paying players 50 grand for like injuring other football players on the other team. So that could be made really interesting. But yeah, Kevin James, yeah. I mean, unless. Uh, Ray Romano, who's actually been in some pretty like well critically acclaimed films after uh, Everybody Loves Ray, maybe Kevin James can make that leap. Yeah, who knows? It's kind of like that uh, that HBO one with the basketball with like Bo Burnham. It could be good. Right there, you go. Um, okay, this is a Louisiana woman is arrested because there was one point two million dollars accidentally deposited in her account, and she just literally like held it she's like i'm not giving it back you can't take it back and so now she's in jail brendan didn't you tell me the story once that some bank accidentally gave someone like a million dollars and they just had to take the l so citibank which is who i work for now um accidentally paid a company like i believe 500 million dollars Basically, I think the thing was they they tried to make an interest payment to them for something, but accidentally paid them the principal amount. And it was like legitimately like $500 million. And this was pretty recent. And they went to court over it. And it was ruled that even though it was a mistake, the, the company was able to keep the full $500 million. So in this case, I don't know why it's any different. That Dude, I've heard be. like five different cases or stories of this where it's like banks make an error. They accidentally deposit money in your account. Think about that if that was you. What are you doing? You know, it's like, okay, right thing. Like, hey, what's going on? But yeah, it's also, and that's what's so weird is like, you're legally liable to basically be honest there. Like if you spend any of that money, like you could go yeah. to jail as you're illustrating. <laughs> my, uh, my college roommate, he would always complain about like, being broke and like not being able to go out <laughs> and one time he someone accidentally someone random accidentally venmoed him a thousand dollars and he immediately transferred it to his bank account and then blocked the person on venmo <laughs> <laughs> and venmo still ended up taking it away from him. oh my god wow <laughs> that's so, yeah that's my nightmare or if you put an extra digit next to setting someone something Steve <laughs> will do it. Tried to, did that. He tried to send him a thousand and sent him ten grand and was like, "Well, fuck it." <laughs> Bad mo. All right. Um, Netflix 
as a new documentary that looks really good, like the Ted Bundy tapes, but it's about Son of Sam. If Who's anyone knows it, the serial killer in New York who uh, carried out a series of attacks of like I think he stabbed people in the streets. Damn, you sound fun. really enthusiastic, Jack. Dude, I feel like I haven't eaten dinner yet. I feel like I feel like Prince Philip. Like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, my my, I'm sorry. I'll bring the I'll bring the heat. All right. <laughs> So I didn't even know these two were together, but try to wrap your head around this. London Tipton and Kevin McAllister, so Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin are mm. together and having a baby. That's just had a baby. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. They, they just had a baby. But still, when, when did London Tipton and Kevin McAllister hook up? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that is from home alone is kevin McAllister. right london, then, london tipton is the sweet life of zach and cody she's bingo. the friend of song that's right but like that seems really random to me that is very random i'm what still shocked how like uh sorry brendan how um i didn't re- like disney channel was almost a pipeline for today's future stars yeah. uh you know oh, what I'm yeah. yeah it was the they'd all start out as actors and then became singers right that was the, that's the goal for everyone is yeah. to, to be the same. Um, hold on. Here's a good, would you rather, which we'll br- probably bring back tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, next week. But what, like, would you rather have all the money, but not be famous or would you rather be famous, but still be working your way up to the money? Because I think fame is so interesting to me. Some people crave it, eventually get tired of it. And some people it destroys. I think I'd rather have the money. Yeah. Same. That's all I really care about. Be behind the scenes. <laughs> I think I'd enjoy the fame for a little bit, but then I'd get sick of it. But I'd choose if I had to choose, I'd just choose money. Give me the fame, baby. I'd rather <laughs> work hard. Let's do it. Do you think they're power? Oh, you mean like you mean like just be given money or work hard for your money? Like and- you'd be famous, but you wouldn't you'd be like underpaid in the eyes of everyone, I guess, as a hypothetical. Would you still technically be rich? Uh, you got me there. I don't know. I, that's... <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll circle back to that next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is so Usher was at a strip club, and he uh, he got caught <laughs> throwing fake money. But what's funny about it is the money had like his face on it. <laughs> So oh, like, joke. I, I mean, it was like a promotion. People were upset because they thought he was actually like, it's like, oh my God, here comes this billionaire, like having strippers, like throw it in his face and he's going to throw fake money at him. It's like, how cheap are you? Yeah. Or if, it's a promotion tactic. If I was the stripper, I'd be pissed. But well, usually, <laughs> usually at places like that, anyways, you like pay up front and then they give you fake money to yeah. throw. I thought what was so funny about this was the craftsmanship of the dollar bill. Yeah. Like he put a serial number on there. He like basically gave him a crisp fade of like the side of his face. It's got the blue like hologram strip right. on it. Right. Um, speaking of money, this is – see, like I don't, I don't even – I guess this goes to her family. But so there was a model who uh, is now a quadriplegic and lives in her parents' dining room has to be fed through a tube 
because she suffered brain damage. She had an allergic reaction just eating a bag of pretzels. And they she just won the suit for $29.5 million. What the fuck? But so, like... Wait, she was paraplegic before the pretzel? No, no, she was like a model and like had like an a like severe allergic reaction to this pretzel and it caused her brain damage and then caused her to become like a vegetable basically and what now was pretzel? uh dude that's peanut butter mm. what the fuck um i was people watching- don't play games who are allergic to peanuts <laughs> no they don't no no kid no kidding um I was watching the Masters this weekend. Christian Bezenduit, I think, who was leading after one. I heard this crazy story. He was like, so he's South African. And when he was a baby, he thought it was Diet Coke and he drank rat poison. And he just has a, he had, he grew up with a stutter because he almost died from just drinking rat. I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's just the crazy shit that could possibly happen. And, That's crazy. That's scary. Yeah. Um, all right. Kobe played his last game five years ago today. Just a little shout out. RIP. RIP, man. Mamba. Didn't he score like 80 that game? 81? 60. Six, yeah, 60. Oh, his final game? Yeah. Where he, yeah. <laughs> it was like, at first, yeah. he put up like 40 shots and had like 20 points. We're like, oh my God. And then he finally <laughs> got like 63. <laughs> um, okay. In Tokyo, uh, uh, Japan gets all these cool like amusement type park things, but there's a, a new like huge resort hotel being built that is all like like it's like you're in toy story we're like running around yeah i love shit like that yeah and i love toy story have you guys ever been to legoland no Um, yeah it's kind of like a six flags but like for when legos were fucking fire (laughs) Um, wait are you um are you like a toy like do you morph into a toy like what do you mean like, no, like, are you looking around like you are a toy, like, like there's a shoe or whatever? Probably. If it's theme, like, you're probably like Buzz and Woody running around. Right. I didn't really follow that. Are you a toy looking around? I think he means like, shoe? are things like oh, life you're, size? You're like a mini version of, yeah. like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. God, how old was that reference? <laughs> That's uh, a fire movie. That is a fire movie. Okay. Uh, Elon says the first Neuralink product will enable someone with paralysis to use a smartphone with their mind faster than someone using their thumbs. And did you guys see that chimpanzee like playing video games with his brain? Yeah. Yeah. um, I truly think in 20 years, we're just going to look back at this and be like, wow, we thought that was crazy, but now it's like the norm. Bro, I'm already doing that for like three years ago. Um, yeah, but he I've listened to interviews and basically it it can cure every single brain disease. Yeah. That's fine. Like why wouldn't people do it? Yeah. I mean, sure. All right. Uh Netflix has made a deal with Sony to acquire streaming rights to their films starting in 2022. So I feel like Hollywood's just dead. I feel like it's yeah. all just I, I wonder what it's gonna look like because it'll morph. But yeah, at Hollywood as we know it is certainly going to be like Leonardo, like what's the new movie star? You know, we've got nowadays the people that get popular off of TV shows that we love. Like what is the new movie star like DiCaprio who could do like maybe two movies every six years and be that famous? Right. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. know. We should like, I feel like production companies are like the wave of the future. It's almost like an entrepreneurial, like, Hey, if you can make a good product that people are going to watch, whether it be a mini series, documentary series, movie, there's money for you. hundred percent. All right, let's make a movie. Let's do it. I'm, I'm down. Um, social media influencer, Lil Esco was shot three times. If you guys don't know who that is, he's, he says, Says like, man, I'm gonna bring it. It's not DJ Esco, the coolest DJ in the building, is it? No, no it's the little kid who's like, he's like, he says, uh, I don't finna whip this hoe. <laughs> so, what? That's Grant's hero. And then also, uh, what's the video where he's like, I don't know, he says something else funny too, but yeah, it's, it's that kid. Jeez. So he got shot. You said? Yeah, he's like, times. yeah. But he was like live streaming from his hospital bed, so he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he waits up room coma. All right, I'm about to hop yeah. on IG live. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, Grant had his first day today, and he said within five minutes of this girl training him, she had a full blown out seizure. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but fun. no, it's you, right? Dude. And like the fire truck came and everything. I mean, I'll shake you on your first day. I tell you what. Oh my god, yeah. dude, what? I know, and he didn't tell me till like he ten hours later. I'm like, you're just now telling me this. Dude, you guys are sitting across each other eating him dinner. Right now. <laughs> Dude's on hush mode now. To, anyways, um, so this is kind of funny that Austin's Wi-Fi went out during Prince Philip. Yeah. silent moment this comedian um was he was roasting like prince philip on camera and like like he likes for some reason was like looking him up on his phone and it was like the minute he died oh and it's just like funny I'm, it's like and he's his face is like oh like he's actually gone like i don't know it's kind of funny no, I mean, like, as soon as Warren Buffett keels over, you know, I'm going to have to change the intro to court trades. Um, but, <laughs> um, all right, let's see what else. Uh, apparently, there is a, well, there is a Friends reunion coming out, like the show Friends. I don't know if you guys were big Friends people. So I got into it later. Are you guys Friends people? Friend, uh, yeah. You, Jack. Oh, oh yeah, I've never watched the entire series, but when you say reunion, you mean like, like a reunion special? I don't know. They're all see. Kind I'm of always skeptical there. I'm like, how are they going to do it? Is it going to be an episode? Is it going to be like a Q and A, like with a round table with them? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just and then lastly, it's been everywhere, but the whole drama with uh, with Josh Richards and and Nessa and I personally think that it's all staged but i that would be so um, pathetic if that was staged i mean dude what like what is the like what is going on like how are they his best friend and his girlfriend that i don't know i just i think nessa's going through some shit mentally and and jaden's been there for her in the booth and i think they fuck (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was deep i was like almost like wow okay it was like you were like oh Dude, my god man. you totally explained it to me there so are you saying josh was not there for no he was but i think Jaden just got to her heart 
Dude, I so how I see it is like picture, you know, us or just like a group of people, what, age 18 to 22. You know, we were debaucherous in high school and college. Like we had a good time. These guys have a good time. Now they have tens of millions of dollars. You don't think everyone's fucking everyone? I mean, what's going on there? Yeah, that's literally what KFC said word for word. Yeah, I just stole it there. I'm new man. He did, but you're he he's right. I mean everybody's imagine having tens of millions of dollars at 19. Be fucking nuts. I've been trying on DraftKings for five years. Yeah. Um, all right. And then my my suggestion is uh the art heist documentary on Netflix. It's a it's about the I never have heard of it. But it's pretty fucking nuts. During St. Patrick's Day in 1990 in Boston, like like 500 million dollars worth of art was just walked out with by these two dressed as cops. And to this day, there's a 10 million dollar reward for it. Dude, you should watch it, Platt. It's pretty How interesting. How long is it? I'm probably gonna four, watch it. It's four episodes. The first art heists are crazy, dude. Yeah. The world of art is like a whole underground kind. Oh, of. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah. And they they like go into more how like people don't just steal it like you can't sell it like it's like right. a bargaining chip right it's pretty exactly cool. yeah. it's like it's, if you rob a bank you can't sell that money because it's marked right it's the same thing so it's like the whole you know you can't rob banks anymore so it's like how do you steal it's like the cat capers how do you yeah. like get into it's like a you museum? it's like you like steal art so that you can commit another crime and have yeah. insurance if you get caught it's pretty it's it's pretty now we'll just be uh stealing nfts yeah the um, first episode the first episode's kind of slow because it, it's like about the history of art, but it's if you like history, it's interesting. But then it gets into the mob and shit. So watch it. Cool. Um, he's Jack Duncan, Brendan Duarte, Austin Platts. I'm Dylan Corbett. Winging it. We're back. Um, check us out wherever you enjoy your podcast. Subscribe, rate, leave a review if you enjoy us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. Check out CorbettSports.com if you need to catch up on all the episodes. You can find Winging It there on all the different platforms. Appreciate these guys' time. Appreciate your time listening. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.